Hi, my name is Tatiana Luke, and you're listening to my infancy and childhood story. I interviewed my mom, and I'm going to connect it to the theories I have learned in my psychology class. When speaking with my mom, she really emphasized that I developed everything quickly, so all of my um, physical language, all that development happened sooner than expected, which was um, really unexpected for me because I was a premature baby, so they did not expect me to be able to develop that quickly. So the first thing we're going to hear about is my physical and language development. Um, when did I learn to speak and what were some of my first words or sentences? Stop. Stop? Like, yeah. Like in any time, any time we're doing something, you like stop. <laughs> and what was the other questions again? Um, when did I learn to speak? Or when did I start talking? You stopped talking before you, um, before you, well, you started saying that, 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 like, I would say about four months, three months. Mm -hmm. You started early. You even start walking early, like 10 months. You do everything so early, earlier than, you know, other kids. And as long as, you mean, even you were a preemie, you were eight months. <clears throat> and um, you were still, like, progressing so fast. Um, for my physical development, she mentioned that I started walking at 10 months, which is earlier than um, the number of months that we learned about in the infancy and childhood unit because that was like 12 months um and I started at 10 and then she also said I was um I developed like everything quickly so like walking speaking and just everything happened faster for me and I was also a premature baby so it was a little bit surprising that I was doing all that stuff sooner than usual um she also explained to me that I, for my language, I started out with saying like dad, dad, that like to call my dad. So I think that relates most to B.F. Skinner's um, theory that language is learned through reinforcement in our environment because um, eventually I learned to turn dad, dad into dad and um, that was how I learned how the proper way to say it. And then um, we also, oh, like I mentioned, we talked about how I started walking earlier on. And in what Jean Piaget's four stages of cognitive development, um, the first stage was with the motor senses or um, sensory curiosity of the world and language. Um, and I did develop that in the age range that is in Pia, Pia J's, I really hope I'm saying his name right, in his um, cognitive development theory. So the next thing we talked about was my socialization skills and how my relationship with my family was. So that goes into um, emotional development and just how really how I interacted with like other people that were in my life. Okay. Um, did I communicate well with others? Yes, you did. With babies. Talking nonsense, but yes. <laughs> did I make friends easily or did I keep to myself? 
Oh, you never keep to yourself. <laughs> Until now. <laughs> um, did I talk a lot or was I more quiet? Oh, there's nothing quiet about you. Okay. You were, t you were a talker. So from these two clips of my interview, um, what I mostly take away is that I was a very social kid. So, um, and I kind of remember some of it from my childhood because I always remember people telling me that I talk a lot, which I mean, I don't think is a bad thing, but, um, so yeah, I would say my socialization skills were pretty, pretty good. How was my relationship with others? So like family and like not you guys, very like, very close you like i said you pick different people to sleep at night like if you want to sleep with pisha tonight it has to be pisha otherwise you start crying you know and there's like specific people you want to do specific things for you like if you pick someone to change your diaper this person is the one that has to do it <laughs> so you were crying one day because you want let to change your diaper. <laughs> so, um, did I fight with my siblings or my friends? There wasn't really friends. It was mostly siblings. You never fight with Derek because Derek loved like Derek the way he was with you. To him, you are his baby. So he never fight with you. So what I mostly gather from these clips is that I had, I was good at building connections and just had a good relationship with um, all the people around me, whether it was like friends, family, I was just good at socializing with people. Um, and it reminded me of Mary Ainsworth's extended theory of the extension theory she had from John Bowlesby, Bowlesby um, theory on attachment and just because like I had trust for the people for like my family like who I wanted to do things for me I had trust for people and um was able to connect with them I don't know I think I was beginning to think it was a little bit of insecure attachment just because I would start crying if one person wasn't the one doing that for me but I don't know if that's actually insecure attachment I think it was just me wanting certain people because I would like it would happen with different people in my family like probably every other day or weekly or something like that so I feel like it was probably um just like a normal thing I'm not sure I think it's also very easy to tell that I was in a positive and loving environment because um like she mentioned, my brother was um, protective of me and just like, um, like he he just wanted to like take care of me and like be there for me. So I was, and I was easily in a love environment. And I remember from my childhood, um, I lived in a house with like all my aunts, uncles, my grandparents, and like we lived all in the same house. So there was a lot of us in that house, and like it would just it was like. I just remember that I did love being there and like I miss that part. That's one part of my childhood that I miss. Um, so that is probably what led to my secure attachment. The final parts of my interview were mostly just my mom talking about my personality. She repeatedly said that I was like really like silly and like funny and just always making the people around me laugh. And um, one other thing she talked about 
was how I didn't like to take risks or go places like on my own or explore, which I thought was interesting because I see that still in myself. Um, I don't like to be alone. I never did. I don't like being home alone. Um, Even if I'm like walking somewhere, I just don't like, like I have to usually call someone. So I thought it was interesting to see that um, or to hear that. I was also like that as a child to just, and it's just carried on with me through my life. Um, another thing that seemed to come up a couple times throughout our interview was just her talking about how um, responsible I was and how I took direction well, um, because we talked about a little bit about how I felt about school at that age. And she said that I was like really just on top of myself basically because I would see something that's wrong and just work to improve it. And she also talked about how if I got upset or angry, I would start crying. But then when someone tells me to stop crying, I'd just be like, okay. And then I'd stop, which I I don't know. That's kind of strange. Like obviously not stop right away, but she was like, just explaining how I took direction while I didn't um, um, lash out or throw tantrums and, you know, like stuff like that. So I think that's also pretty interesting to me because even even like now I'm still pretty much the same way in school. Of course, I've like, you know, lost motivation, especially as like a senior. But overall, like throughout my school years, I've always been on top of my of my education and just wanting to improve like myself and like take take direction well almost everyone I've met has told me that I am um like just responsible and like a good kid um so yeah a lot of stuff from my childhood seems to show up in my life now and it was just really interesting to hear all the stories my mom had from when I was younger